Hi and welcome back to the couple cast. This week we've got episode three. So we're going to be giving a short life update, how our interviews and job searches have been going. We've got a history of Portsmouth, that's where yeah. we live, so we thought why not find some interesting facts about it. Um, we've got another movie review, oh, going to be our regular segment. <laughs> and then maybe just a bit of what's to expect next week in next week's podcast. So should we start with our life update? Yep. Last week we went home. We went back to London for a few days. Couple days. And while we were there, what happened? <laughs> what? You got two interviews. Oh, yeah, uh, I got two interviews. I've had one of them already. How'd that go? It went alright. I just don't know about the job and stuff. <sighs> Fussy. <laughs> I'm joking. And I got a second interview for the first interview I had. Yeah. The only interview I had, a second interview, so they want me to go back and talk to them again, to a manager, someone who's like higher up in the company. So I hopefully, think people know what manager is. <laughs> yeah, but like hopefully, I'm just sitting there and they're like, yeah, so um, you've got the job. When do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, um, can we offer you more money? <laughs> yeah, please, we love you. Take all our money. I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. So I kind of can't wait for the interview, but at the same time, like, I'm really worried that it's going to be the same questions as the first time, and that I won't have the same answers. Yeah. Like, what about if they're testing my consistency? They're like, oh, let's see how much she was lying in the first interview. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't oh, lying, but... I also heard back from the first interview I had, oh, sort yeah, of. Kind of. But, um, basically, what was it? They, um... they said that they would want to offer him the job, but they didn't realise that the wage they were offering him was like seven, quite a bit, yeah, seven quite to a ten lower. grand less than the industry standard for starting out. Even though, like most jobs I've seen, are around what they are looking at. Yeah, I think they were just a bit shocked because obviously yeah. they were offering like fifteen thousand to eighteen to eighteen. Yeah, but obviously you said that twenty would be ideal. Yeah. But that's because you were told that that's what you should be looking for. Mm-hmm. So, so perhaps they're considering him. And they said they're going to take some time to think about it. So they're either considering him and want to put the money up, but they've got to see if they've got a budget for it. Yeah. Or they're like, no, nah, can't have but, you. <laughs> yeah, no, that company seems good. So. And they offer a lot of... They have, like, courses in place so you can... Yeah. Whereas the one I just went to doesn't have, like, courses in place and stuff. And it's in, like, a completely different field kind of yeah it's more specialist no and it's is it not? like subcontractor whereas the first one was cost consultant okay let's not talk about yeah, what each anyways. one is because i don't think anyone two different things and i've got a another interview for like a another, subcontractor yeah. but an even weirder one more um, specialist in two weeks but hopefully that's a good company you might like it them. seems well they said uh the pay's good and they do the courses stuff I'm looking to do so so yeah hopefully you like that (coughs) hopefully they offer you the job that would be a good thing Uh yeah hopefully I get a job this week hopefully in a couple of weeks you get a job Uh (laughs) got coursework due in in a couple Uh, of weeks don't want to talk about that don't want to talk about that yeah it's making me feel a bit sick even though I'm pretty prepared but uh, <laughs> so should yeah. we just start on our history of Portsmouth? Yeah, how should we do it? Should we do it one each? Or... Yeah, we take it in turns. We've yeah. found completely different, well, hopefully completely different things. Yeah. We were doing some research before, just to, 
because Portsmouth is quite a historical place. Like they have loads of like museums and like they're known for their dockyard. But well, we're trying to find like more fun or like interesting. Yeah, because Portsmouth but... has got a history. We don't know much about it other than the dockyard. But so. mine, some of mine ain't, ain't that interesting. So. Yeah. We probably but, should yeah, have got some about the dockyard. basically looked people. on each other's laptops. Well, I looked on mine and you looked on yours. So not each other's at no, all. But I mean, like... <laughs> we looked at on our own laptops. Uh, and, um... I don't know, just found <laughs> things we thought were interesting. And if they're the same, then... Yeah, we usually find like different it. things interesting. When Ryan says he's got an interesting fact, I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, shall I start with my first one then? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Portsmouth actually has a motto. Oh, I saw that, yeah. yeah. Heavens light our guide. What? I don't understand blip. what it means. It said it's on the it's the slogan for Order of the Star of India. I have no clue what that is. It said it was a chivalry, but I don't really get that. It appeared on troops, ships, rifles and revolvers being engraved on like stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because they're also known for the Navy. The naval bases are here, so oh, is that course... not really weird? I didn't know that place has a motto like that. <laughs> Does London have a motto? Uh, too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> no one can afford us. Yeah. I'm going to Google it. London probably does have a motto. Yeah, it's probably my dreams come to die. The Latin motto of the London city is Domine Dirige Nos, which translates to Lord Direct Us or Lord Guide Us. Why do they have all these They're like, so religious, religious. Religious things. Anyways. <laughs> okay, your one. Your first oh, one. right. My first one was uh, Portsmouth is the second most densely populated city in the UK. After central London. Oh, yeah, second most after central London. So, like, considering it's Portsmouth's tiny. Yeah. Like, I think it said um, in, like, area-wise, it's 15 <laughs> square miles. That's how big Portsmouth is. 15 square miles, that's it. But the thing is, it's, it's like, yeah, it's it gets really busy, but it doesn't seem as... Crowded, yeah. just like but I think by it. densely populated, because it said I heard this somewhere. I think my like lecturer said it. Oh, there's more people per square mile than other places in the UK. But if you think about it, all the buildings are really close together. There's hardly really? any many detached houses. There's not much green area like green space. Yeah. So there is loads of houses just really compact on top of Especially each other. Especially in the residential, like Portsmouth just has residential areas where there's like no shops or anything. Yeah, it's just all residential. So yeah, well that was one so of. So you mine, got a so thing, I'll yeah. Put an X next And there. a lot of the normal houses, they're like three bedroom houses, but they're student houses, so they're like four people could be living in them. Uh-huh. So yeah. you got to think per house. There's a lot of people living in there, and bigger houses that in the olden days were used for big rich families are now. Four, flats. flats. Yeah, so instead of having like a mansion, it's yeah. like four flats. So that's so many more people that can live there. Imagine being they the like landlord, converted though. them. Like, yeah, buy one of these the, big buildings. You bought the house for like five, <coughs> five grand or whatever it was back in the day, or even 20 grand back in the day, and then now you can rent it out for what we pay like yeah, six. Yeah, pass it on to your family. 600. Yeah, because we lived in one last year that had been yeah. converted into flats. All of them on that road. I'd say 600 the landlord gets, or like yeah. 500 times five flats. That's 2,500 a month. 
again. Yeah. Adds up. It's more than the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, way more. They've, they've probably paid that off already. In yeah, like so that's definitely how they're densely populated. I can see it. I could see yeah. how that would happen. Cool. Next one. Um, Portsmouth appears on the oldest surviving route map. Oh, I got Britain. that. I thought that was really cool. I, it's either the Go map or Goff map. G O U G H. Like Van Go. Van so the Go map. Is Go even spelled like that? Van Gogh's name. Yeah. V O G H. Van Gogh is V O G H. What do you mean V O G H? G O G H, I mean. Yeah, but this is G O U G H. So maybe it's like. Goof, go, go, goof. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. The map um, is from 1360, and on the map it's called Portis Mouth and is symbolised by a red roof building. Mm-hmm. What's well, quite cool. There's only 600 um, cities or whatever on the map. Yeah, now when you look at the map, there's millions <laughs> just in, yeah. in Portsmouth. Yeah. <laughs> No, so yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. I thought that was interesting. That was my second one. My third one is <laughs> Portsmouth is one of the because there's a dock, so um, <laughs> it's one of the largest fruit handling ports in the country. Yeah. So there's a massive port, and all the fruit and veg comes there. And a hundred percent of the UK's Jersey potatoes come from that port. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. So like, I think that it was like sixty five percent of the UK's bananas also come through Portsmouth. So, like, when we're like, oh, I wonder how locally this was imported. It was actually probably, for yeah, us, imported door. really, yeah, really close. Well, and then, well, That's from, probably why we get really green bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because here, I feel like we hardly ever find brown bananas in the shops. They're mostly green. We're always like, oh, these are not ripe enough. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're too new. Yeah. I cool, didn't write that if I'd done. <laughs> um, football's first floodlit league game was in Portsmouth. Oh, yeah. That, um, I don't really like football, but I guess that's interesting because... Yeah, out of all the stadiums in the UK to have floodlights, Portsmouth Stadium. Yeah, but football's a big thing here, so... It is. People are very supportive of their team. Maybe if we stay here, we should start supporting them. No. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go to games, but maybe we should support them. Oh, You're see nice. the artist Turner. Oh, I've got JMW this. Turner. No, because he's a really famous artist. Yeah, I don't know him. So but... two of his paintings were in the Tate, and then um, basically they were originally thought to be from Venice because he like regularly visited there from eighteen nineteen to eighteen uh, forty, and these paintings were painted in eighteen forty five. So they were thought with a lot of his paintings to be of Venice. And um, after being, like, carefully examined, it turned out that they were just paintings from Portsmouth. Yeah, in 2003. (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. I think that's so funny. Like, imagine, you're like... Paintings of Portsmouth. (laughs) Telling people, you're like, oh, look at these beautiful paintings of Venice, and they're, like, really nice paintings. And then they're just Portsmouth. A bit uninteresting, (laughs) like, oh, sorry, guys. All of these beautiful paintings he's done of Venice, but these two are just down the road. (laughs) Spinnaker Towers in Venice. I'm oh, joking. I should have found a fact about Spinnaker Tower. Consider it's a landmark. Um, I found a fact. Uh, in high winds, the Spinnaker Tower can like kind of bend up to six inches. Yeah, I saw that because it's like on. It's suspended, isn't it? It's got some sort of suspension in it, so it 
moves a little bit. Don't know about that. When there's a glass um, floor in and you can look over it and you can see it moving. I do know one thing about how it was constructed. I think it's called uh, (laughs) slip form concrete. So it's basically the concrete was, had to be done like straight up, if you know what I mean. Like it couldn't stop because then the concrete would go over. It had to be like all one thing. Apparently, anyway. Okay, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Um, is that your fact then? No. My fact is that H.G. Wells, author of Time Machine and War of the Worlds, I didn't. I, I know the name, but I didn't know the yeah. books, um, actually despised Portsmouth. He was here for two years and said it was the most unhappy, hopeless period of his life. Well, I'm going to go on from that because although it's not my next fact, um, (laughs) in 2016, a study on the community, uh, on community spirit by the City uh, University of London said, found that Portsmouth, Portsmouth, is the second worst for community spirit and friendliness, wow. right? And that was the next, <laughs> that was a second to Wolverhampton, who was first, second. And do you know what? I bloody believe it. Yeah. Working in retail, you can tell people don't fucking. Don't I can't tell you the last time a customer smiled at me. <laughs> and I'm a really friendly, happy person. Like, do you know how hard it is? It just drains the energy out of you when someone just doesn't say thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought that followed on nicely from that. Mm-hmm. What else have you got? Oh, what should I do? No, yeah, that was my fact. Um, well, seven other places share the name Portsmouth, and they're all actually in the United States of America. America. Like, all oh, in I different states. Oh, I saw one states. was in Ohio. There yeah. was another one in Ohio. Because I've seen it, like, typing in jobs or whatever. It's like Portsmouth. And I'm like... Portsmouth, Newhampton New, and stuff. New England or whatever it is in New America. Yeah. Or New Hampshire or something. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they've just like copied it <laughs> over there. Um, I got... In the 19th century, we had a Prime Minister called William Pitt the Elder, because there's also William Pitt the Younger, who was his son, who was later also Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. And he was in Portsmouth and he was in a building... And the window was open and basically the wind blew in (laughs) and it knocked a glass over. But then this glass shattered and a shard of the glass (laughs) sliced his neck. But he survived. Yeah. He didn't die. It didn't kill him. What was it, like nine hours in A&E or something like that? (laughs) That's so funny. It's so funny. Like, imagine, you're there, you're just chilling, you're talking to someone, the window's open, you're getting a bit of breeze. Oh, this is a nice... Air, I needed fresh air, and <laughs> then you get a slice in the throat. Well, under the freak accident as well, I've got um, the Royal George, I believe that's a ship, was being repaired in 1782, and a breeze, a breeze, <laughs> like a breeze, not a, not a, a wind. massive gust of wind, <laughs> no, just a breeze, forced the ship over, and <laughs> it sank straight away. Killing 1,000 members of the ship, 300 women and 60 children. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> Wait. Uh, what? From a Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> From a breeze? Yeah. That's what it said as well. It's not like I came So what, was it breeze. in the water or was it just... 
I don't know. Hovering, I no in, the, hovering in the sky. <laughs> yeah, it actually fell on, like, a school. <laughs> How did that happen? How good does well, it breathe? Like, yeah. How was it meant to sustain actual sea? It's a boat. Know. It's a ship. Well, I, I don't know, because it was being repaired at the time. I don't get why all of these people were in the ship. <laughs> why were these ladies... Like, and why was it on the water children? whilst it was being repaired? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many issues with it. What? So while your ship is being repaired, you're like, oh, let's put all these ladies and especially children on board where it's probably no, probably safe. We yeah, can't guarantee like, it. That's like a quarter of the numbers, though. A thousand other no, members. And I want to say, Portsmouth is windy. Like, even yeah. in the summer, there's it's never just no wind. So, there's um, always something. Yeah, a breeze is stronger than the average breeze, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, even if it's in the middle of summer, like... It's still breezy. So, like, they're just sitting there enjoying the sun and this breeze that's destined to happen in Portsmouth knocks over the ship. I know. It's ridiculous. They should be prepared they for that. It sank it's instantly. Portsmouth. Instantly. <laughs> oh my god. Why weren't any of these people taught to swim? I want to say I don't that. Know. Had it killed a thousand inside. people? Because it sank instantly. They, there wasn't mm. no time to run to the it other half of the ship. It wasn't a Titanic situation. Yeah. <laughs> run up the ship, get a lifeboat and then freeze to death or whatever happens. And then decide to stay with Jack and then <laughs> you don't even show your yeah. door with Jack. Uh, where did you go, Jack? And you just let him go, surely. Yeah. So it wasn't any of that? No. It was literally fell over, done. <laughs> I just can't believe that. Like, I just want to know how this ship was being kept. In what situation? Like, for it to just fall over? I don't know. There was... Well, I haven't. I never. Do you reckon? Really I reckon. Do you reckon everyone was on one side of the boat, and so it was really heavy on that side and unbalanced, and then yeah. the breeze coming. It just. It was that extra bit needed just to push know, it over. Yeah, in a film where, <laughs> where like there's a plate on the edge and it's like teeter tottering, and then a grape rolls to the other end of the plate, and it's enough to balance. Basically, that's what happened. I think that's so funny. I think that's the best. Like you can just imagine, there's a window open on the ship. And a gust of wind goes in, knocks over a feather, the feather rolls down, <laughs> turns a page of a book. The book, the book has a pencil on it, the pencil rolls down. <gasps> and then a little baby on the other side captures it in his hand. And the ship turns over and everyone dies. It's like, it never even said there was any survivors. It's just like, everyone died. I was like, what? So yeah. I feel like that's a bit dramatic. Like, how did that happen? I just don't know why there was By the way, all of there. these may not be true. <laughs> I'm not saying I made I that up, I'm just saying that the websites may not be the most reliable, but... Yeah. They were in books as well. It was a book. Oh, so yeah, like, I saw yeah. that. It was a man that wrote a book about 50 facts about Portsmouth. Yeah. But he could be talking absolute rubbish. <laughs> like us. Oh, um, following on from my study about team spirit, or community spirit, rather, in 2011, Guildhall Walk was named the most violent street in the country. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is in... that what? Near the clock tower? Yeah, it? Guildhall Walk um, is where all of the halls of residence is and all the main clubs for like students oh, yeah. in Portsmouth Makes is. Sense. There's a, the council buildings there where like all the council work. Um, there's the... Guildhall building, which is like a big, what is it? Like where fence are held, yeah. yeah. But it's like an old building in Portsmouth. Um, 
But yeah, it's named the most violent street in the country. I think it yeah. said in the December of... Because um, this was in 2011. I think it was the December of 2010. There was like um, 28 attacks or something oh alone in that one month on that one street. That's an attack a day. Yeah. But the thing is, what, you have like seven pubs down that way, seven nightclubs. Yeah, like, there's a lot of drunkness, homelessness, yeah. there's a lot of homeless uh-huh. people there. It's a so chemist, probably see... giving people their... <laughs> Methadone. Yeah. <laughs> you can see how it would happen, though. <coughs> We've probably seen it happen. I'm trying to think. There's also what? a doctor's there, so people probably just like... Waiting for their prescriptions at the doctors, getting angry when they don't get them. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they're just like, oh, there's doctors there, might as well stab someone. We, that's up. what happened. Do you remember when we were in halls, there was like loads of ambulances and there was someone laying on the floor outside the doctors and it was someone got attacked. I don't know if they were stabbed, yeah. but there was their blood coming out of them. There's blood on the floor. I remember looking out and watching it because our halls faced the road. Yeah. And it was really good. It was one of our favourite things to watch. When we weren't going out, we'd sit at the windows watching people going out. And we saw, like, our friends going out as well. Uh Uh-huh. And we'd be like, oh. Oh, that's not us. No, it's so... Because we did. We used to sit there for hours sometimes. We'd just make tea after tea and just eat snacks while looking out the windows. Uh Because we didn't have a TV in halls. And there was a sofa right next to the window. Yeah, so we'd sit on the sofa looking out. But, yeah, I think it's because we didn't have a TV. We didn't have any, like, Xbox or PlayStation. Nothing to keep us amused, so... That was our amusement. And it was actually funny, like, do you remember that <laughs> drunk girl that was sitting down talking to the homeless man? Oh, yeah. We com- we created a whole story for this situation. Oh, yeah, we used to just, like, no, for, like, loads of people. Yeah, we though. used to re- <laughs> imagine oh. what people would be saying. Yeah. <laughs> There's just weird things when you look out the window and watch people. Uh-huh. A lot of weird situations. What else have you got? Carry on with your facts, because okay. then I've got really Another long Another slightly ones. boring one was, do you know the sails coming into Portsmouth? Yeah. There's, like, sails near the bridge. It's almost like a statue, yeah, like... It's a symbol of Portsmouth. What is it? A sculpture. Mm. But, um, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's estimated that 31 million vehicles pass that structure each year. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. It is on a motorway. Probably the, <laughs> probably the same vehicles. Quite a few of okay. them. Okay. But... It is a motorway, but I also want to say that that motorway only leads to Portsmouth. Yeah, like, that's just, just that. <laughs> every vehicle that goes past that is coming into or going so out of Portsmouth. They're not going anywhere else. Coming in and out of Portsmouth for a year. Yeah. That's a lot. That's just a lot. Oh. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh-huh. Densely populated. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them are probably going in and out of work, but... Okay, I'll say another one. Um, uh, there was this person nicknamed Jack the Painter... Oh, I saw about that. I was yeah. going to research it more His and then I got His name was uh, John Aitken, or Atkin, um, named the first modern terrorist by planting an incendiary... Incendiary... <laughs> so basically it incinerates. Like, yeah. <laughs> it sets on fire. ...device in uh, the uh, dockyard rope house. Um, and yeah, that's... Like the first yeah, so modern act of terrorism. Yeah, he was basically an arsonist. Yeah. But this was like, what, it said 100% years after Guy Fawkes' plot? Uh-huh. But he was like the first one to actually succeed, I guess. And it was hanged on the highest gibbet, 65 foot above the gate of the dockyard or whatever. Yeah. 
I guess a gibbet is something. Did it say six five feet? To. Did you say? Uh huh. How high is that? That's very high. That's very 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 high. I'm scared of eyes. I wouldn't want to be hung like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was to like show obviously. This is what you get. Wrong, <laughs> um, and apparently he haunts or his ghost haunts, uh, Fort Blockhouse, and you can hear the chains. I guess he was chained up in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can be heard ringing. We need to go explore that. That's not. A, that's a train. <laughs> <laughs> that's a DJ. <laughs> freaking freaking fresh. <laughs> I don't know what sound I was trying to do, but yeah, that's my one of my interesting. How much more have you got? Stories. Got a few more left. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I was like, oh no, you're running out. Should I do one of mine? So yeah. one of mine's an unsolved murder. I've got two unsolved murders. One's really interesting. This one's semi-interesting. Do the semi one. We don't even know if it's a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there was a man called Michael... I want to say Scalamac is his name. Yeah. And he went missing in 1992. So the family of... Oh, that's the, quite recent. 1992, it's like 20... Yeah, but most of this stuff I'm looking at is from like 300 years ago. This is like 26 years ago. Yeah, that is. 26 years ago. Basically, so his family said that he just like didn't come home one day. Yeah. And it was rumoured that he (laughs) He ran away (laughs) with... So he's married. It was rumoured that he ran away with a woman to live in either Europe or Nigeria. I don't know where they got these two places from, right? Completely different places. So... Um, a year after his disappearance, his wife Yvonne received a letter from yeah. France from a lady called Helen saying that they had run off together. So I'm going to read the letter, right? <laughs> it says, Yvonne, you don't met- know me. I wrote to you recently, but I inadvertently wrongly addressed the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> this situation is this. Michael and I are in Europe, enjoying ourselves. He has told me a great deal about you in the last 12 months of our relationship. My previous letter will explain in more detail. You will find your car in Paris, if you want it. Your car? Yeah, because obviously he took the car, apparently. But I don't know much about that. I couldn't find much details on this case. It also says, Michael will not be returning to you, as he loves me more than he ever did you. (laughs) (laughs) In my previous letter, I have also enclosed... um, a cheque from Michael for £500. But I thought Helen. that letter got... Um, yeah, she said she wrongly addressed it. So I don't know if the letter got redirected back to this Helen lady. And then she, <laughs> she had to put the, the right address. <laughs> <laughs> and she had to readdress it. That's really weird. So um, basically, the officers were investigating like circumstances around it. They couldn't find his body or anything. They presumed he actually did run away. Mm-hmm. Um, the last person to see him was a man called Kenneth Regan. And then this guy, Kenneth Regan, was later convicted of murder, like quite a big murder, with another man called Hauntsey. I can't remember what his first name was. And they murdered uh, the... Cohen or Chohan family or Cohen family. Yeah. So basically, they mur- murdered the dad of the family, the dad's <laughs> mum, the dad's wife, and his two children. And these two children were <clears throat> 18 months old and two months old. So Damn. they were babies. They were under two. And he murdered them, basically, so he could take the their business, the business that the Cohen family owned, yeah. and use it for his drug, like his drug running business. That's probably the worst idea in the world. 
to so, murder and whole they were, family. Yeah, so they were convicted of murder. Um, and then because Kenneth Regan was the last person to see the original guy, Michael yeah. Skellamack or whatever, they just presumed that he killed him. So is he charged with it? No, because there was nobody ever found. Yeah. There was no evidence that this man was killed, but they've never heard of the man again or this woman, Helen. They think this um, letter that she, they, they got... It. He well, it looks like lady's handwriting, to be honest. It looks quite similar to mine. I could have wrote this letter. <laughs> but they think it's like a smoke screen. I'll show you the handwriting. Yeah, that looks a lot like yours. Did Literally, it? that is your handwriting. Like, I think I secretly wrote this letter, like, four years before I was born. <laughs> yeah. But no, but it wasn't was... in 1992 she got a letter. She got it... Oh, 1993. She got it a year later. But... um, What was I going to say about... This letter, they think, wasn't even written by this lady called Helen. And it's like a fake letter. But this letter did get delivered from France. The postage was from France. That's so random. So, if it was these two guys, what was their names? Um... Regan and Hauntsy, or just Regan, yeah. he went all the way to France just to post this fake letter back to England. And, like, we don't know if they ever received the original letter with the money. Because I really want to know what that original letter said, to be honest. That's so weird. Because it says, um, the previous letter, um, will explain in more detail. Yeah. I want to know what the previous letter said. Because, like, if it had more detail, but it might not have actually happened because then, obviously, they've got to actually make up all this false detail. Did you see how many years they got prison? Um, They got life sentences, the two guys, for killing the family, but obviously... Life sentences in England don't mean anything, so... Yeah, because you only get get one life sentence. But apparently (laughs) there's no chance of getting out because they were quite old when they got convicted. Oh, okay. Yeah, they look like 50, 60. Yeah. Yeah. That's shit. But it was on Crime Watch. They were asking for details on if you know who wrote this letter or <laughs> if you recognise this handwriting. But if it's common handwriting... Yeah, if you recognise <laughs> this handwriting, Charlie. Uh... <laughs> Literally. But, yeah, they ended up um, using this company to, like, import drugs and all sorts. That's why they killed this family of five with two babies. Why would you kill the kids Who kills well? two babies? Why would you kill the mum? And the kids. The mum was probably old enough to go in the care home. Yeah. Or sure, we'll take care delusional. of the kids. Yeah. And then the kids, the kids weren't kids even old enough to remember. To, what is it? Like, fire engines. Fast time. No, not I didn't mean fast time. I meant like, do you know, kids get left, left out of fire station. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, they leave them outside a fire station if they don't want the children. Yeah. And outside of um, They accidentally hospitals. leave the kids outside the fire station right in the way of the it's crazy (laughs) i wanted to find out more detail on this like murder with the cohen family but i did i think that was off on a tangent i was more interested Uh, in this like missing person that was a good one yeah i want to hear your other one not now my other one's really good okay now let's uh you go for bring up (laughs) let's bring up the mood um apparently in port sea common there was like a load of wild rabbits and uh the workers in Portsea Common were actually permitted to take the wild rabbits home (laughs) 
Do I just allow to take a moment? So, pets? like, oh, you want a pet? Just yeah. go take one of them rabbits that's on its own in you the want wild. <laughs> take a rabbit. I don't know if that's bringing the mood up. That's kind of like, oh, oh yeah. why are those rabbits are all happy, chilling, living their best life? Just go take one as your pet. Your kid probably wants well. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get eaten by a fox anyway. <laughs> okay, one more. Um, a well-known prostitute in Portsea in the mid-20th century named Pompey Lil. <laughs> like Lil Pump. Lil Pump. <laughs> <laughs> was said to have no teeth and a false eye, but was ever so nice and well-spoken. What, is she the most famous? A well-known prostitute, very well-known prostitute. So she's like... Top dog. Pompey's <laughs> prostitute of Pompey's choice. <laughs> little prostitute. Or little Pompey's prostitute. Yeah. That's so funny. No teeth and a full size. That's that why sounds... she was well known, because no one used her. Yeah. They just laughed at her. <laughs> See that woman over there trying to be a prostitute? Yeah. Yeah, she's not doing a good job because no one buys her. <laughs> well spoken, though. Well spoken. No teeth. Oh, how do you do, young sir? Would you like to have some sex Blurry today? <laughs> Would you like me to slobber on your I mother? only charge five pounds. Five oh, pounds was probably loads. <laughs> when was this? The mid twentieth century. Mid twentieth century. What's that? Early tw- tw- like two thousands. Oh, nineteen hundreds. Yeah, nineteenth century is eighteen hundreds, isn't it? So it'd be the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. So like nineteen twenty, probably. <laughs> <laughs> mid. So it'd be nineteen fifties. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> She's probably dead now. Poor old slobber <laughs> on my knobber. Pompey Lil. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. But apparently, yeah, there was actually loads of prostitutes in Pompey. But I saw. A... I still believe it. There's a strip club down the road. Yeah, I saw a thing where it was like, oh, an estimated two thousand to twenty thousand prostitutes at the end of the nineteen hundreds or something like that, or eighteen hundreds. I was thinking that's a. Fair big gap. No, but then... Oh, that's a big gap. That's an 18,000 gap. <laughs> Someone just got the numbers wrong there. Like 2,000 or 20,000. I can't remember what was written down. Yeah, might as well write both. <laughs> oh, my God. Could have even been 12. So let's just put the, <laughs> put a dash and say it's somewhere between. I also want to say that I just said there's a strip club down the road, like strippers are prostitutes. I just want to say they're probably not. Prostitutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't want people to think that I just think I actually, strippers are prostitutes. Um, That's me. A, a girl who worked at um, Wiggles is the name. Was she good looking? Stripping is the game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It was ages ago in Tesco when I first started. <laughs> she was like, Oh, you're working late or something like that. What time do you close? I was like, Oh, 12. I was like, What about you or something? Like that. I can't remember. She was like, Oh, I'm working till this time in the morning. I was like, Oh, what? Why, where'd you work? And she was like, oh, Wiggles. I was like, see <laughs> Wait, you there. Was she like a bar attendant or like... I don't know. I didn't... Did she look like a stripper? I didn't ask her more questions. You don't look like a stripper. Um, <laughs> you've got okay. a uh, no, face for I radio. just work at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What's your next? Oh, my last one is last the one. big unsolved. Oh, I'll do my, my ones then because your one sounds more interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. some ghost, ghostly stuff. Oh. A ghostly thing in um, Portsmouth, the vanishing man, 
early sightings in 1942 in Victoria Park, a tall, thin man with a suitcase approaching people and then disappearing. Ooh. At Victoria Park? Is that not the park across the thing? The Rose Gardens? No, is that not that one? What's that a one? university. Oh, possibly. I don't know if it is, but anyway. Um, oh, I thought yeah, there was a ghost Um, It sparked a local panic at the time in 1942 around the wars. 1942, similar time to when <laughs> Poppy, Poppy Leon Lille. was around. Maybe I it's the same saw. person. <laughs> oh, Victoria Park is further... Yeah, anyway, calm Carry down. On. And... Uh, People thought it was a German spy. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh no, that is Victoria Park by the un- yeah. Okay. By thanks. The no one cares now. Train station. Someone thought it was a German spy. Yeah. Okay. Instead Anyways, of a ghost. Next. No, I want to talk about this. Well, you should have. So it's just a man someone. ghost with a suitcase or a briefcase. Tall, thin man. And they're like, oh, it must be a German spy. Did it have a German moustache? He never said. So could Perhaps even... had a German moustache. <laughs> no, I feel like if you see a ghost, that image will be forever ingrained yeah. in your memory, so you would remember the face. You could tell if they're German at the yeah, time. The Germans had a very distinct was look. was very... Um, German. On the Cupid's bow, and... <laughs> Nowhere <laughs> was else. very short, and he wore his hair to one side. Oh, actually, <laughs> it's Hitler. <laughs> he wasn't that tall. He was short. <laughs> And he didn't carry a, a briefcase. He carried a typical Hitler carrying accessory. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, next yeah, one. Anyways, um, oh, um, I'll carry on this thing. What? Oh, I should have spelled it properly on my page. Why Marin? Why Mering Manor? Yeah, something along that. I know what you mean. It's owned by Portsmouth City Council. Is said to have um, one of the most haunted places in Britain. Really? Child, uh, well, people hear child, child, ah, children whispering, uh, ghostly nuns with bloody hands. Um, it's supposedly the oldest building in Portsmouth. I don't know if that's Yeah, true. I heard that, but it's actually in Cosham. Okay. So just outside of Portsmouth, yeah. Gosh. Um, really close to where I could potentially get a job next week. First owner was King Edward in 1084. What's well, quite a long time ago. Um, oh, okay. There's supposed to be phantom horses as well. And the reason because of this was um, a story about... I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Reckless Roddy was basically killed um, trying to leave a house where he just slept with another man's wife. Oh. By the husband. So he's reckless because he I got don't caught. Know. His name was uh, Roderick of Porchester or something like that. So Roderick of Porchester. But um, yeah, nickname Reckless Roddy got killed trying to flee on a horse from banging another guy's wife. Wifey. Newly married couple, apparently. The husband went away for some reason, came back, found old reckless Rod. Really? Uh, yeah, with his rod off his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, the truth? Yeah. He should have left his wife then, should he? If he didn't 
It well, killed Ronnie. I don't know. Yeah, it should kill his wife. His wife's the one that cheated. I'm sure a man, it doesn't really, like, if he's not married, he's not going to care if it's going to hurt probably, the family. He definitely knew. A wife should he know. He was reckless. He knew. He was reckless because he got caught. I'm pretty sure that's definitely that joke. Um, anyway, Wymering Manor, which is really haunted, is so close to where I could potentially get a job next week. <laughs> we should go there. There's a farm next to it. Okay, a There's little... also a shop oh, called Dyson okay. Deals, which I'm pretty sure sells Dyson. Okay, carry, carry on, you guys. No, anyway, it's a little funny one. Was A man was fined for pre- pretending to be a ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. He was apparently, quote, throwing his arms up in the air and saying, woo <laughs> He pleaded guilty and was fined £35. He was fined £35 for pretending to be a ghost? Yes. <laughs> And apparently that wasn't his first offence of uh, harassment. <laughs> ghost is <laughs> Yeah. It is said that his ghost impressions did not get any better. <laughs> they just got worse. Yeah. And that's the real reason. He, got... <laughs> he wasn't even entertaining about it. Yeah. Are you done? I'm Should I tell done. my unsolved that was murder? All of my... Yeah. Well, this murder was thought to be solved. And then it was... Unsolved. Oh my god, unsolved. <laughs> so basically, it's about a woman called Linda Cook, and yeah. it happened in 1986. So Linda Cook was a barmaid, she was 24 years old, yeah. and um, uh, okay, great, because I had a bit paragraph before that, I was just seeing if any of it was relevant. It's not, they're all notes about what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so she's a barmaid, she's 24 years old, this woman, Linda Cook. And then, so she's married, she has a family, like, she lives with her husband's family, I think, actually. I don't think they've got a child yet. And then at 11.30, one night, she went to visit a friend. Yep. Pompey Lil. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of years after Pompey Lil, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so she went to visit a friend at 11.30... And then shortly after midnight, she left to walk home. So she was only at her friends like a half hour. Like, she... I don't know what she was doing at her friends. I don't know what friend it was. So, and then she... As she was walking home, she was attacked between half past midnight and 1am. Yeah. So a half an hour gap. There's a half hour gap when she could have been murdered and attacked. Mm -hmm. So after doing an autopsy, they found that she was raped and strangled... And she was stepped on, and her jaw and spine were both fractured. As well as that, on her belly, there was an imprint of a shoe. Like, a clear imprint of, like, the sole of the shoe. That's how hard she was trod on. Yeah. That it was, like, left bruising of the imprint of the sole of the shoe. Oh, fat guy. Yeah. But this took place after six other sexual assaults. So there was quite a few sexual assaults going on at the moment. So whoever did it was a serial sexual assaulter. But there was no link to this and the other ones, they just presumed because there were so many happening yeah. that it was from someone who was I don't think they're going to rival Coco Pops, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, and they were all in the Buckland area and she was attacked in the Buckland area. Yeah. So, there was who they thought did it, basically. There was this man called Michael Shirley. He was 18, he was in the Navy and he was on a night out in a club. He was in the Navy. He was in the Navy. Oh. He was 18 years old. And he was on a night out in a club called... I want to say it was called, like, Joanna's. I think it said Joanna's. Yeah. And he met this woman called Dina Fogg. Yeah. 
okay. And after the night out and they were talking, she invited him back to hers. They got in a cab together and they went to an apartment building. And this woman, Dina Fogg, she got out of this... Well, she was like, oh, we need to stop here. I've got to run into that building. I've got to collect my child from my mum and then I'll come back. We'll go back to mine. I'll put the child to bed. We'll do whatever we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? This is the funniest bit about this whole story, right? So she goes into this building and she wasn't picking up a child. She didn't have a child. She went out of a back exit of this building and went home. <laughs> she went home <laughs> time. So like 15 minutes later, this Shirley guy, like... <laughs> he paid for his cab fare and he was like I can't believe this I've like been stood up she's like tricked That's me so, so he figured out he'd been tricked so he's like walking around the area wouldn't you just get the say to the cab driver take me home anyways well he's walking around the area trying to look for her like oh maybe something's happened to her yeah so he was obviously a bit annoyed like oh my god has she tricked me like what's happened mm-hmm. and this was really close to where Linda Cook went missing uh, not missing Linda Cook was attacked and murdered yeah. and this is really close to the time this is like half past midnight to one o'clock um, so he's frustrated and then the prosecution when it came to the court case said that this is the reason he must have um, attacked her so they accused him of attacking her because of this situation yeah but um, but then so after all this, he got booked back into the naval base at one forty-five. Yeah. So she was murdered between half past midnight and one a.m. and he booked into his naval base back at one forty-five. So the evidence for him is he owned the shoe that was imprinted on her body, like the exact same sole of the shoe. It, it, there was on this shoe. There was a distinct lightning bolt. It was on his shoe, and the shoe was the same size as what they thought of it, like, on her body. Done. <laughs> Convicted. Well. Anyways. Um, from, at the time, they didn't have much DNA testing, but there was semen inside her body, um, Linda Cook, and they figured out that he, the person who did it was a blood type O. Yeah. Well, unlucky for Michael Shirley, he was a blood type O. <laughs> um, he also... Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> he also... At the time of when the police questioned him, had loads of scratches all over his face and neck, like scratches everywhere. Like yeah. his face was scratched. Someone had attacked him. <laughs> However, <laughs> when they were like looking at um, Linda Cook's body, she had no blood under her f- fingernails, just fibres. Yeah. But none of her fingernails were like chipped or broken. They were like in perfect condition. So the fibres could be from anywhere. It could be from yeah. her own clothing. Um, but they don't believe that she actually attacked the person who attacked her. They thought she was pretty, like, calm about it. <laughs> not calm, but she didn't put up Probably a fight. Probably knocked out. <laughs> so, if she did the scratches on his face, she'd have blood under her nails and all this, because yeah. he was scratched up. But they could say they said that it still could have been she's her that attacked him. not strangled her first. Anyway, carry on. I don't know, but someone's attacked his face. And then, in his alibi, he claimed that he got the cab from Joanna's, the, night, uh, the club with... Um, What's the woman, Fogg? Can't yeah, remember her Diana, first name. Di- Dina Fogg. Yeah, he claimed he got in the cab of Dina Fogg at half past midnight, which means he would have been at this other apartment building when she was being killed or whatever. Yeah. Because, obviously, she was being killed at half past midnight. Um, whereas Dina Fogg claimed that she and him got in the cab at quarter past midnight, which means they would have been in the area at the time she was being killed rather than Ooh. travelling to the area. Okay, so... She claims that they were in the cab at this time because she had pre-booked a cab to come and pick her up at quarter past midnight. Yeah. Well, when they questioned the cabbie, 
he had a log of when he arrived at the situation, uh, like to pick them up. Yeah. And he said, although the cab was pre-booked at quarter past midnight, he was actually running late and he picked them up at 25 past midnight, but they hadn't actually left the club till obviously a couple of minutes after that because they had to get in the cab and all that. Yeah. So this obviously meant that things would happen a bit later. He was running a bit slow because if it was at half past midnight... Could he have been at the situation? Yeah. Anyway, he was convicted of murder. There was enough evidence to say, you done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2003, because he was appealing the case, because he had been appealing the case, mm-hmm. after some new DNA testing, they found out the semen actually didn't belong to him. It didn't have any of his genes, like genetics. Yeah. His DNA was not in the semen at all. Oh it just God. had his blood type. So he was like wrongly convicted. He just happened to wear this popular pair of shoes. Oh, so well, yeah. it turned out they were actually quite popular shoes. Yeah, popular size. He had an average shoe size. Yeah. It was just a coincidence that he was a rare blood type because blood type O is rare. rare. Yeah. And that it was a coincidence that he was in a similar area. But it wasn't him because he couldn't have raped her. But we don't know who done it. There isn't no other. So that's like thirty years in prison or something. Yeah. For That's something he mad. didn't do. But imagine And he was being... appealing it all that time. Like, no, it wasn't me. Imagine being the rapist or whatever and finding out this guy <laughs> is got everything you need for you to get away with it. <laughs> he was the in same the area. Shoes, same shoe size, same uh, <laughs> blood type. He was in the area. He's yeah. navy, so he might know how to strangle someone. He, his alibi <laughs> doesn't really match up that well. Like, yep. That's mad. I know. Okay. It's crazy. We've got to quickly wrap it up. Well, we've got 10 minutes, but we always do a movie review. Okay. But this week, we watch. <laughs> Ryan has never seen Jumanji, yeah. and we want to see Jumanji 2. Yeah. So, so he, it meant he had to watch Jumanji 1, so we thought we'd do a quick review of that, because that's what we've watched okay. this week. Should we record our movie review intro? Or should we oh, leave yeah. that till next week? No, we'll quickly record the movie review intro. We're going to make okay. an intro because and we've got to remember last it. Last week it was like, da 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 something. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But what should movie I say? review. <laughs> but I want to say, like, because our rating systems with movie tickets and how many times we would go to see the movie. Yeah. So how am I supposed to incorporate that into the... Just quickly title? do the intro to the movie review and we'll... That's all we've got to remember. Okay. What is it on? Like voice memos? Yeah, just do it on voice memos. Do 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 do. What's it? Do 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 movie review. With um. <laughs> with Ryan Kogan and Charlie has. You don't need to put our names. With Ryan and Charlie. You don't okay, need to put I'll our do because Charlie's gonna do the book review. Um, because we're gonna do a book review. Yeah, we're gonna do a book club. On okay, website. we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Movie review with Charlie and Ryan. I don't think it should be like that. I think it should be movie review. Wait, let's just play this one back. Movie review with Charlie and Ryan. I like the Charlie and Ryan bit. Okay, let's do another one. New recording. Yep. You need to save it. No, I'll delete that one. You did it wrong! I did it right, I did it right. 
He didn't. What did I do wrong? Movie review. So it's just three. Oh, it's three. Okay. And you laughed as it say. Okay. Movie review. Okay. Quickly, we're in that time. I know. I can't stop laughing. Okay, we can record it after. Just do it for... Okay, I'll do it this week for the podcast. Okay, let's go. Okay, <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> I'm getting really into it. Okay, Jumanji, out of uh, five Would movie tickets... Would you see tickets, it again? Out of five movie tickets, I'd give it a... Two. Mm, yeah, one, I know you... one or two. I'd give it a one movie Well, I'd ticket. never go to the cinema to see it, but I've seen it so many times that I can't really criticise it because I've wanted to rewatch it. All right, it. I'll give it a two, two movie tickets because it's like a nostalgic film. Yeah, it's very childhood. But um, yeah, it was it was decent enough. Obviously, CGI and that was terrible. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, we had a rating system last time. It was like storyline. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 it was. Do you have it written down? Storyline. Okay, storyline. I would say. Did we have a rating system? We like, didn't. Oh, no. we're just talking about it. Storyline is quite decent. I, I guess. It's a unique storyline. When have yeah. you ever seen a film like that? Yeah, like it threw me through like a twist straight away because it was like, oh, 26 years later. And then it was like, oh, they went in the thing. And then he just literally disappeared for another 26 years. Yep. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, unique, original, maybe original. I don't know if that was a Keep you on your toes. You don't know what's going to yeah. happen next. Next. Visuals. Visuals. CGI was terrible. Do you know what? At the time, it's probably great. The production... Great. Like the whole thing with the house and stuff like that, and you can see that some of the, like the plants and the tiger and stuff like that was, uh, what is it? Real life props. Yeah. It was like by hand animation sort of stuff, like yeah. puppets. What I thought was really good. Okay. Next. Movie. Oh, movie ticket rating. Oh yeah, that's what we just said. Two movie tickets done. Quick review. Okay. Let's talk about our plans. So, next week, well, hopefully from next week, we're going to be starting a book club. It's up to you if you want to join in. <laughs> so, we're going to start reading the book. We're probably going to read a couple of chapters every week, and then we'll probably spend five minutes talking about the chapters that we've read. Yeah. I don't know what we like about well, it so week, far, what's happening. If we get the book by next week, we'll talk about the whole plot of the book. Or not the plot, like the blurb and stuff like that. Yeah, we ordered two of this book. What yeah. if the book wrong? We are going to be... I don't know. Is it the one memory of Kate? No. Friends? No. I don't know the thing. I keep wanting to say Tara Banks, but it's obviously not (laughs) Tara Banks. Uh, Let me check. I want to say it's like Gloria saying. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, say about the book. It was on Zoella's book club. Yeah, it was on Zoella's book club. It's basically about a girl who has amnesia, amnesia and she can't oh, remember things. Oh, the one things. memory of Flora Banks. Flora Banks, Tara eh? Banks, kind of. Flora, and I said Gloria. So <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Gloria Banks. But it's actually Flora, Flora Banks. Banks. Yeah. Um, yeah, young adult. We love young adult 
fiction. Yeah, I've read a few. Separately, we don't. But when we often uh, recommend books to each other, they're young adults. Because Ryan likes Game of Thrones, comics, things like that. I like a lot of psychological thrillers, crime. But we can agree on, like, young. Yeah, young adult, we both enjoy. But, um... I don't know how we're going to do it. Well, we ordered two books... So we've invested in the podcast already. <laughs> £3.60 each. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. We just could have bought a mic. <laughs> like, we haven't even been sponsored yet. And we're buying <laughs> already books. buying books. But it's a book it that I already last, wanted to read. Yeah. I want to and it out. should last a while um, if we're only doing three chapters. Yeah, we're going to see, obviously, some chapters might be shorter than others. Yeah. So we'll obviously say each week on the podcast what chapters we have read. Yeah. Or we'll say the week before what chapters we're going to read. And we're thinking of... And you can read along if you... If anyone's listening, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, well, we're thinking of putting, like, in brackets, part of the title, book review, uh, book club one, book club two, so you can sort yeah. of, like... Yeah, so um, it'll probably be, like... um, It'll probably be, like, book club episode one or something. Yeah. But then we might write the net title of the book and then chapters blah 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 to yeah, blah 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 yeah but that's going to be it's a, a long, long title. title so maybe it'll probably be in the description in our description yeah, we'll probably say what chapters we'll we've read we'll just say book club one and then yeah. if we get to a certain thing we'll just next book club yeah but we hope to do that every week obviously some weeks we might have exams so we might not be able to read or as read much or read just like one chapter or something yeah but we do want to like highlight things in the chapter we like because I feel like when you read a book you forget a lot and I feel like this is a good way to help us remember what we've read and, like, yeah. if I miss something and you've read it, you'll be like, oh, did you read this? And I'm like, oh, my God, no. Yeah, we'll probably have them next to us and, like, look through. Maybe. Yeah. But hopefully it'll be good. We'll see how interesting it is. But, um, but we both like reading. Yeah, well, we hope you like this podcast anyway because you put loads more time <laughs> and effort into this one than we did our last Oh, no. Two. Okay, what was your favourite thing we talked about Portsmouth? Um... Probably your literally last. My unsolved murder. That's yeah, crazy, both of isn't them it? Were really good. I can't believe he was so wrongly convicted, but yeah. it turned out it was a popular shoe at the time, <laughs> and that was one of the main bits of evidence. They were um, like, "It's him. He did it." What else did I like? Let me just look through him quick. Um... Oh yeah, that was also he was also um, named the Cinderella Cinderella murderer. Because of the shoe. Thing. Yeah, because they That's were so hunting funny. for this pair of shoes that matched the print. Yeah. So they were Prince. trying. <laughs> <I'm joking>. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what that um, was. I liked my freak accident. The thousand people dying or whatever. Yeah, that was That's like interesting. really interesting actually. Because how did that happen? Finding <laughs> out how old Portsmouth sort of is because it's on an old map. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a decent podcast, I think. It's my favourite one so far, but that's not hard. We've only done three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I don't know if this is weird to mention, but last week we had our first actual view, we think. Yeah. Um, well, if we get a view on this one, hello <laughs> to whoever's watching, listening. Yeah, we didn't think we'd actually have any viewers at any point, so... Yeah. Uh, hello we... if it's you again. Yeah, we're kind of uploading... Weird. Ran- not randomly, but like Friday, Weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Like... So today, like we were gonna do it, um, make the podcast and upload on the Sunday. But we done all our research tonight because it's like quite late on a Saturday night now. It's like nine o'clock. Yeah. 
but we, I was like, we need to do this. Like, my unsolved murder, like, I was like, I need to talk about it. <laughs> I couldn't hold it in because Ryan didn't want to say all the facts about Portsmouth till tomorrow. So I can't hold them in. Yeah. So next week, we'll uh, try and create the theme tune for book review and yeah. movie review. It'll probably be a poem if it's me or yeah. like a song. Might have a... This is a book review. Book to review by next week. That we read by two. Yeah. Well, we'll see like you... Yeah, we need to do a countdown. We'll see you next week. Five, Five four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Bye. See ya.